Skipper to Gritchie, you're a busy guy. I'm so busy, I didn't even know how to respond. You're so busy that you need help when you're arranging your vacation plans. This is actually very true. I do need help. So, yeah. So I think you should probably continue to use Becca. That's B-E-K-K-A at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com. Adventures Out There Travel can help you, you know, find discounts. They'll give you concierge-level service and bring Skipper to greet you to Florida. Woohoo! Woohoo! We're just weeks away. Weeks away. So that's Becca at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com. Uh, we are currently officially at 21 people for the hoop to do uh, on the... Wow. I don't know That's a we're, lot we're of fried chicken. We're, we're going to put down some fried chicken, that's for sure. And all you can drink <laughs> sangria. Oof. Woo. That's a big congalouge. Viva guy and welcome to 3 o'clock parade live. It's a nooner live from all over the place. I'm coming to you live from Kissimmee, downtown Kissimmee, Florida. Uh, and I hear... It's Rhiannon. I'm coming to you live from inside of a parked Jeep in a parking garage outside of my office. Ooh, Mark's Jeep? Yeah, Ready Roo was getting an oil change, so I had to borrow the Jeep. And people say this, like, you say Jeep like it's this crap. No, it's like the nicest Jeep I've ever been in. It's fantastic. It's got every <laughs> bell and whistle it has possible. Mark takes great pride in his Jeep. It's like the Mercedes of Jeeps. Whose name is Bell, by the way. Oh, that's Because his last Jeep was guest on. Oh, well. It's definitely worthy of the, uh, of the regal title. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he just woke up because noon here is like 9 a.m. on the West Coast, Skipper Dick Richie. It's super early. <laughs> Dude, how's, how's the coffee? Uh, same coffee that I had when I was there? I mean, it's a different brew, but yeah. <laughs> Man. I'm not still sipping right. that same one, but yes, it's the uh, you know the same idea. So good, mm-hmm. so good. So, yeah, it's really good. Absolutely. So uh, we're 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 kind of uh, pressed for time today, so we got to see what's going on out there in the world of Disney. I just all I'm seeing is a lot of outrage over um, basically across the board food and beverage uh, price increases. I think outrage is just the theme for the nation this past week. <laughs> yeah, right? So. It really is. Everybody's kind of pissed off uh, about about everything. And uh, so what a great like, time here. for Disney. We'll just sneak this in there. No one will notice. Um, that's what he just, said. Totally. The rapist. What? Woo! Yeah! You get him! <laughs> you get him! I love it. Just slip it. Just slip it in there. Oh, I mean, that's um, the problem, right? <laughs> I just finally got around to watching the Saturday Night Live uh, version of that uh, <laughs> hearing, and it's so <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Tuggy, <laughs> squeeze, just lifting weights, just lifting weights. <sighs> I will not so stop. I, I literally don't know the meaning of the word stop. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um, so, uh, but I, it's funny. It's back to the price increases here at Disney. Uh, I, an interesting discussion I just had just a little bit ago on uh, online, and it was while we, the plugged-in super fans, we're reading these blog reports of people who are literally there every day and watch the menus on a 
on a uh, you know daily basis. It's definitely is shocking to see like a dollar increase across the board. I mean, that does make a difference on your day, but for people that are that are just vacationers, they already thought Disney was expensive, and this doesn't really change that for them. So that's I don't I get why they keep doing it. It's not going to be a game changer or a decision maker for most families. Well, I think that's why they do it because they can get away with it. Yeah. I mean, because they know, I mean, some somebody from Michigan who last came a year and a half ago, they're going to come down and be like, wow, four fifty for a Coke. I didn't remember being that high. Oh, well, you know, it's no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's just what I mean. Yeah, they they don't have it ingrained in their brain what the price was. They just know it was expensive and now it's still expensive. I'm just wondering, like, and I'm not saying that it's cheap. I'm not trying to, like, pull that off at all. But have any of these people ever been to the movies before? A, a Coke at the movies is six fucking dollars right now. Oh, oh I know. M- movies really are the worst. I yeah. think it goes oh, yeah. movies, then airports, then Disney. Yeah, yeah, for the sure. Sporting events are up there, too. And I think, yeah, I think that's the yeah. thing. Disney's all like, oh, we're not going to be at the bottom of this. Yeah. <laughs> we'll show you who's best. Why? Hold my beer. I th- yeah, right? I think when there's – yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I just – I think the, the reason – a Disney vacation or even the whole day at the parks hits your radar a little harder. You're only at the movie theater for about three hours. You're only at the airport for about two or three hours. You're at a sporting event for two or three hours. You're at Disney for minimum eight to 10 hours to possibly a week. So you're getting hit with it over and over and over and over. So it does add up a lot more there than at a sporting event. Well, and I was, I feel like, People ask a lot, like, well, you know, what really will be the final straw for you? What would Disney do that would make you just say, nope, not going to happen for me anymore? And I was thinking about it. And I mean, I think in light of all of this, what would be for me is if they actually stopped allowing outside liquids to enter the parks. Mm -hmm. Because that would be a game changer. Yeah. Because right now it's like, well, I don't fucking care what you're charging for Dasani. I can bring my own. Right. But I just hope it never gets to that point because I really do too. that's just, and that's like, a, I mean, this is a passive kind of increase, but that is an aggressive increase when you decline outside anything because yeah. now it's, now it's proactive by them to, you know, rather than just kind of, well, you can always bring in your own sandwiches. So, don't blame us for being expensive. Right. I agree. I think that would be bad. I mean, for me, it's a little different being a a someone who lives here than a, than a vacationer. I don't know where my breaking point would be as a vacationer because kind of what I went to before, talked about before, like you already know it's expensive. So it's certainly not going to be a dollar here, dollar there because you already have it in your brain that this is going to suck and it's going to hurt really bad to pay for this. <laughs> Yay! Happy family vacation. You already know it's gonna I mean, that's, suck. That's, shirts are there. that's why those shirts exist. The most expensive yeah. thing. Those are my least favorite shirts. I hate those shirts. Yeah, because everybody kind of we get it. Everyone, right? It's kind of like uh, the obvious. Well, no shit. It's expensive to come to Disney World. So why now you're making us think about it by reading your goddamn shirt? <laughs> I just think you look like an asshole. Yeah, it's not like. Like, I wanted that shirt to me just says, I came to Disney World to complain. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's all it should say. Well, and that same person. That's, that's what Twitter's for. Yeah. yeah. 
Get on those tweets, fuckers. <laughs> I always think those people, though, like, this isn't the only thing that they're kind of an asshole about. You know they're an asshole about every other thing in their life, and the people around them probably hate being, being with them. Mm. At least I, I like to think so. Probably. Probably. So, yeah, so, I, mean, I mean, it's definitely, I could see the outrage, but it's, it's just not a game changer. Like uh, Rihanna was saying, it's, it's going to take something yeah. a lot more aggressive to be the game changer. Uh, speaking of planning vacations and trying to save money and all that, so my sister, uh, if anybody saw my tweets about this, you know what I'm talking about, but my sister's already starting to plan for her first family vacation, a.k.a. bringing her husband and two kids. And so she's joined all these mommy Facebook groups and shit like that that I yeah. know inside into. Right. And so she found this woman who, like, has her own website and is all about, like, the most cost-saving measures possible. And so she has a book. And Lindsay's like, have you heard about her? Is she reputable? Like, should I buy this book? And I'd never <laughs> heard of her. So I look into it. The book is $99. Holy shit. Yeah. And that's not even the most fun part. You go to read the reviews and it's like what appears to be a bunch of like paid five-star reviews the week the book came out a year ago and the rest since then, like from actual customers, one-star reviews about how it's the biggest scam and how like some of the measures she's recommending are things of like, like how to, you know, uh, basically tax fraud. It's like writing off your trip for this. Yes. Or like, you know, considering your children as like your interns or something. And it's a business trip. <laughs> Write a book yeah. so that oh. you can get free drinks. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So no, I'm not going to say, say that, her yeah. name or the name of the book because I don't want to even give her any kind of like plug, but it was yeah. pretty ridiculous. But that yeah, our crazy. book is only $25, so I'll plug the shit out of that. Go buy yeah. something at Disney. No, I'm not oh, saying yeah, not to. Buy it. Like several. It's a good it's a good way to get a tax break. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because we actually you know, since we've been researching the book, we've been looking into like how can really in all seriousness, how what should we what can and can't we see are like, you know, personal business expenses and, and things and and uh, my accountant um, uh, basically who you know rhymes with Triple D Disney Disney Schmad. We'll just call him Triple D. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> um, basically said they are very, you know, I'm sure every, you know, you, I'm getting all this like advice from Rando saying, oh, you can write off, you know, just write off all your drinks. It's great. He's like, no, you cannot do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's certain travel expenses you can do, but it's, you know, it's not that easy to, or it's not that legal to <laughs> carte blanche file everything under, oh, yeah. uh, under business expenses. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I have a lot of people that are always all like, dude, you could get a new computer every year if you just would make the uh, podcast a business. And, you know, they're like, you wouldn't have to pay for your annual pass. That would be covered. And your airline to Disney World. And I'm like, one, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. And two, yeah. I feel like if I just called the IRS and was just like, hey, can I have a free computer? They would laugh at me. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. I don't have an accountant, so I just don't even write off anything. Yeah. I, so. This is how bad I am. I'm the guy that yeah. has the app on your phone that you just scan your W-2. And then it's all like, hey, you could probably do better if you spent some more time. But here's a $1.50 you get back. 
And I'm like, yes. <laughs> hey, done. Done. I'm not paying. We're good. Yeah, done. That's what. That's all that matters. Uh, so, absolutely. So, uh, what else is uh, going on out there in the world of the Diz? Anything going on in the West Coast, Skip? Uh, there is a little bit of news about the Trader Sam's restroom art. Oh, the Trader Sam's restroom art was replaced, uh, as I may have announced last week. I don't remember, but I found yeah, out I, I, that almost within 24 hours, it was stolen again. Oh my god! Oh um, no. yeah, and what this time, no, this time they didn't even like try. They literally took it off the wall and walked out of the bathroom and through the restaurant slash bar with the art in their hand, like they were just holding it. And the bartenders were like, "Hey, you have to stop. You need to not take that." And they were just like, <laughs> "Okay, thank you." It <laughs> just kept going. Uh, wow! Because there wasn't a security guard there, and there, you know, you can't. I mean, aren't there these cameras and shit? Uh, Yeah, I'm sure there are, but you know, what are you gonna do? You just—they're just—they just just left. They left with it. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I didn't follow it that far. I just. uh, But yeah, the bartenders were freaking out uh, when I was there yesterday. They were like, "I can't believe it! They just walked out with it." Wow, that is crazy. Only because the one thing I know about, at least here at Walt Disney World, and I'm sure Disneyland's the same, that while the cameras will not be following you. 24 7 if you uh if they want to look back and identify somebody they can there are pictures of you everywhere so i can't i I would really hope that this person definitely is being seen walking they can if there's any kind of description these bartenders were able to give to be able to see where they went and where they came from i'm gonna go the description of giant balls yeah oh yeah for sure big douchey balls I mean, big, I mean that's so. The, here's the question: has to be the same person, right? I don't know. I don't know, but has I thought it was interesting. Because who who would? I don't know. It's got to be the same person. That's yeah. that is that is douchey. Like I really, it's the same kind of bullshit. Like when you walk through like, uh, um, you know, one of the queues at Disney, and somebody's like messed with the the. Swiss Family Robinson props, and you're just like, I just hate these people. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Yesterday we were on, uh, and this is just, you mentioned the queue, we were in line for uh, Space Mountain, and uh, there was, you know, these two kids that are probably 12 years old that did the whole, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, and they cut all the way through to the front of the line. It was awesome. I was I was kind of like, that's douchey, what? but at the same time, it's all like... No, that is not awesome. There is no but on the same time. No. It yeah. was just funny to see somebody, like, actually do it. You know, I was it's like, where the fuck, like, who are these humans? Yeah. Dude, it's nonstop at... For some reason, there appears to be different rules for water slides. Um, apparently, it's just thought of by people that, you, that water slide cues are just kind of... For some reason, they're not quite as official. Apparently, people think uh, that uh, <laughs> I feel like people try it. People try it much more frequently on water slides than in the queues. I don't know. It's crazy. Maybe because there's just not. I don't know. That's one of the thing I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Speaking of water slides, man, had a great Sunday at um, Blizzard or Typhoon Lagoon 
and you know who went for the very first time ever? Um, a certain organ that you tortured? Yeah. <laughs> tortured? We I saw the enjoy, photos. Didn't do, we didn't do anything to that liver that you and I didn't do to a poor Pinchy. <laughs> so you killed my liver. Great. Well, we didn't technically kill Pinchy. Pinchy just died. Natural causes. Under our care. <laughs> Maybe under some distress, but uh, Livy, Livy definitely got a uh, some male pattern baldness after uh, the waterfall. Sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I heard that. Uh, just you know, I, w- I I thought maybe it was liver spots or cirrhosis. <laughs> Male pattern baldness. Male pattern baldness, great. Yeah, but uh, uh, break news from the drinking at Disney Corner, which would be the new Hammerhead Fred's bar, has new uh, furniture, uh, like a whole little lounge tables and. Uh, Kind of like what they did at uh, All Star Mo- uh, Music, where they added some nice little uh, Adirondack chairs with tables, and it's just a nice little lounge area by the new Hammerhead Freds. Nice. Mm-hmm. They did not. They kind of stopped bringing the live music guy back, which I thought was weird because the music's kind of great back there. But um, they're going with the furniture, which I think is actually. I hate to say it because I know Rian is against live music, but I actually like live music, and I Love still. It. This didn't really work in this setting. So, I love live music. Meh. <laughs> so good. Let's see. What else we got going on? Uh, I mean, outrage I, over. What? No, go ahead. I was going to say, let's just keep up. Let's just go with an outrage Thursday. Yeah. All the outrage. Outrage Thursday. Both national tequila no sorry i wish national vodka day and national taco day so i feel like we can just get our outrage out now and then go celebrate and it'll make everything better wait a minute wait a minute national taco day falls on a thursday that's yeah well every tuesday is national taco day already so this is just the way they slip an extra one in just slip one right in there they're just slipping one in they're pulling a kavanaugh Oh, God. <laughs> okay. So we're going to call it from um, Next one. Outrage. Uh, <laughs> Lilo and Stitch becoming the next live action remake from Disney. What? Yeah. I haven't heard this yet. Oh, yeah. What? What? Okay. I just, my first comment is Will they have Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride as a song? Mm-hmm. Then, then, then I'm in. Then but I'm for is... it. This is how I uh, imagine they're going to sneak it in. It's going to be at the beginning of the movie, the same way it is, but there's going to be like a really cool scene where there's like a car driving, like maybe Lilo's being driven to school instead of like the surfing scene, and mm-hmm. uh, it's just going to be playing on the radio in the background or something like that. You know, it's not going to yeah. be. Yeah. That's okay. What I wonder is just how fucking dark and gritty they want to make this because they could make it really fucked up i'm talking like get guy Ritchie in there (laughs) and you know i mean you're talking about like a poor family struggling to make ends meet after their parents were tragically killed and then this fucking monster shows up i mean yeah i yeah 
I, a lot of people are complaining because Lilo and Stitch was the last uh, animated movie that was done with with the watercolor backgrounds like that. Mm-hmm. So they're like, how are they going to recreate that in they're a movie? They're not. It's just going to be like, yeah, fucking dirty so. and depressing. Well, I think I think the same way. Like everybody was like, how in the world is there, are they going to make a Dumbo live action? And then every trailer for that movie so far, everybody's like, oh my god, make it happen now. Is it March? So that is so good. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that it's going to be great because obviously I haven't seen it, but I think it could be done. No. I, yeah, I, apparently I didn't know this, but after The Greatest Showman and now seeing this, apparently I love like, you know, 1800s era circuses. <laughs> okay. So one of the, yeah, apparently I do. Good to know. Because right. really, I'm one of the few people that really like the part of Fantasyland has the like Casey Jr. circus train and the. The Goofy's Barnstorm. I actually really enjoy that area. Who, who doesn't I don't know, enjoy that area? I think mean, it's cute. I don't know. I think it is too. So now it can maybe be the. I mean, it already is the Dumbo area. I guess I was about to say it could yeah. be the Dumbo area. It already is. Right. Yeah. Um. Also, is this rumor about a spinning Mary Poppins ride? Is that announced or was that a rumor? Is that for real? Do we know? Um, like, I don't I've know. heard it. From like obviously the online people, but I, I literally overheard like some girls on the bus talking about it when last time I went to Disney. So like it's if it's a rumor, it is it has permeated. It is very prevalent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heavy-handed. Yeah, I, I'm not excited about that. I kind of feel like if Mary Poppins is going to be anything, it should be like a full-on dark ride. That would be cool. I hope if they're going to do it. I don't know. I need to look at the logistics of that area. Like, I know if they can put it way in the back so you can't see it from the, uh, so it's not yeah. right. As long as they don't wipe out like that garden area where the, where the band right. plays, like put it behind that. They can put it behind that. I'm, I'm okay. I'm for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that little there, back area is so cool. I would be, I would suck if they got rid of it. Yeah. But I'm just thinking like, like a Peter Pan style, dark ride where maybe you like get a little thing with that's like an umbrella that you hold or something and then it you know you float around through london and you could like go to the part the like tea party on the roof or on the ceiling and just all that Mm -hmm. cool shit man i want that Mm -hmm. if it's just gonna sit in the spinner we kind of pissed off a little bit well good day hey this is bert sit down keep your hands and arms in the vehicle (laughs) no the chimney you know sweep from the park. They're going to have Bert with the, doing the stupid safety spiel, and then he'll do it in Spanish, which will be very entertaining. Oh, that's Mark's favorite part. Hola, es Roberto. <laughs> when, because uh, Mater doing Spanish, you know, Larry the Cable Guy doing Spanish at Disney's California Adventure is possibly the greatest thing in any theme park ever. <laughs> Hola, amigos. Um, I don't know. I I miss Flick, or not Flick. Um, I already forgot his name from the Choo Choo Train. Heimlich. Mm-hmm. He did a Spanish accent through a German accent, so that was pretty good too. 
I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. Um, what else is going on? Did we talk about Snow White yet? Taking over at this point? That's also nope. some disbitter. Also outrage. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah so the... What? It just doesn't make sense. No, not at all. No, it does not. Well, and this the... Was... Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, was, is, was the, is the restaurant underperforming that badly? I don't know. I mean, it's... Um, I think I think where they where they kind of messed up what they should have done because they're calling it storybook dining, so they could have used all kinds of characters there, not just Snow White, you know, and just mm-hmm. been like, hey, we're gonna you know we're gonna take you to a dinner where all the different characters and stories might be here, and and focus on that. But instead, yeah. they're just like, yeah, Snow White, this German character that isn't at the German restaurant is now going to be in the Pacific Northwest, which, you know. Yeah. I mean, good. just, I mean, I know it's, you know, the Northeast versus Pacific Northwest, but, I mean, even if it was just Pocahontas characters, at least it's semi in the realm. They were there for a while. That they've had Pocahontas characters there. They've had Pooh and friends there. They've had a bunch of different, uh, like they 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 kind of cycle them out every once in a while. But I just feel like Snow White just is so not in that in that world. Nope. Um, but it would have been cool. Like I was, I've been thinking about it. Like they could have served like the uh, the menu could have been like one of the little like golden books, you know, <laughs> with that well, same kind of cool. like art style. And a description of like what you know what comes in the on the on the on the plate and oh yeah it just could have been so cool but you know whatever yeah it's it's pretty poor nobody asked us is the problem which is and weird they, they took seem to be asking away us about the mushroom else. soup what I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you uh, artist point kind of died to me when they got rid of their own they used to have a private brew uh, coffee that they would make as a French press. And when they got rid of that, I was just like, it's over. You broke my heart, artist point. Nope. Yeah, that was sad. Sad times. Man, I'll tell you what, when we just do a Diz Bitter Thursday, they're depressing. (laughs) But wait, there's more. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) So... This one is a Diz Bitter, but it's not a 3 o'clock bitter. Oh. What these? Well, we have the very first technically counter-service offerings of alcohol in the Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Be our guest breakfast and lunch. We'll now have beer and wine and sangria and ridiculously expensive mimosas. How much are their mimosas? $10. Worth it. <laughs> is Only it a, because is that it a is... bottomless mimosa for ten dollars? <laughs> no. Oh man, um, that, I I had seen that. I forgot that. I, but I forgot that my lunch was counter service. I saw that it was lunch, mm-hmm. but I forgot it was counter service. So the, but that's how does the counter service work there? How do you order? Do you order like honestly? How does it work? 
I don't know because I used to love their lunch back when you could just get in line and walk in and go get lunch. And then they switched it to ADR. And I could never manage to get an ADR. And for a while, it was like some weird thing that you could only make the ADR in the park. And I don't know. They made it so confusing that I have not been to that restaurant in probably two years or whenever they made the change. Um, so I don't know. You have to have an ADR and then you can do um, – Mobile ordering. I think they make you do mobile ordering. I don't know. I love mobile ordering. <laughs> Next time we're in the Magic Kingdom, somebody back there is going to get it. What is this order for? 12 draft beers. <laughs> no, no and one gray stuff. One order of gray stuff. Awesome. It's delicious. It's not a bar, sir. But, um, but the prices for their beers are so a little weird. So for ten dollars, you can have sixteen ounces of Schopperhopper. So that's basically a ten dollar soda right there. And yet, I wanted to compare to like I just chose Skipper Canteen, and Skipper Canteen charges ten dollars for a Stella. Meanwhile, beer guest only charges nine. But meanwhile, Skipper Canteen, if you want a Blue Moon, it's only seven seventy five. So really, the prices make no fucking sense at all. Maybe you need to uh, share this with that crazy bitch that is writing that $99 book. She can tell people how to save. <laughs> if you run across $1 the park. $1 off your Stella. Yeah, right. If you run across the park, <laughs> you can get your Stella here and then run back over here and get your... Get uh, your gray stuff. Yeah, your Blue Moon for seven seventy five. That dollar twenty-five that you saved, that'll pay for a third of a popcorn. Okay, so we did that one. Uh, so I have my next uh, on my list of Diz Bitter, and this one's really weird to me because I feel like it falls on both sides. Is the is the fact that uh, and I. I might get this name wrong. Is it Maria and Enzo's? Is that the name of the restaurant? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they're doing 40% off if you have an annual pass. Which you would think, hey, that's cool. Nothing to complain about there. (laughs) So the complaint is that uh, nobody's saying like, oh, this is awesome. We're going to go to this restaurant and get 40% off. They're saying that restaurant must be doing terrible so they're only offering the discount because they're not doing well. And I'm just like, who gives a shit if they're doing well or not? Go get good food. Not me. Off, right? Yeah. Like, people, yeah. I, I don't know. Get People seem to get really hung up on how well Disney Springs restaurants are doing. And I really don't get it. Here's my take on it. And I think it's great for us. What Disney did is they said, you know what? People are complaining about a lot. You know, they know they want to offer all these things. But they don't. they didn't take any of the risk. They brought in... 20 different third-party restaurants and let them all open at the same time and are like, you guys fight it out. And what it's doing is it's benefiting us by giving us happy hours. They're having to fight for our business. And Disney is actually not having to take the hit on that. So as fans, what the hell do we care? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Do that. Do more 40% we want pass holders. People are like... Disney Springs is too saturated with restaurants. What? That's that's what we want, right? We want it oversaturated so there's you can get in whenever you want, 
and they have to kind of fight for our business, and they give us deals on happy hour and 40% off for uh, pass holders. Works for me. Yeah, as a matter of fact. And what do we bitch about? Yeah, because what do we bitch about with Ohana? People love Ohana, but it's so popular because it's full. It's That's that's what we don't want. We don't want something that's so full that we can't ever get in, and the prices are, like, super high. Right, well, that's yeah, what I was going Dirt cheap, underrepresented, really good restaurant. Damn it. That well, gives me a discount. Yeah, that gives me a discount. Um, well, that was what I was going to say is, like, like if could you imagine – if they applied the same idea to Ohana that they're, you know, that we've talked about them doing with the parks where they're like, well, we just need to raise the price so that we can lower the amount of people coming in. So if Ohana's mm-hmm. got so expensive that most people that go couldn't afford it, sure, that would mean that there was room, but then you wouldn't want to go because you would be paying so much. Like, you know, it's yeah. not a bad deal for what you get and, you know, to go there. So, yeah. yeah, it just baffles me. It's all like, it's so dumb. As a matter of fact, I can, I can tell you 100% that at some point during my trip, I want to go to Maria Enzo's because I want to try it, and now I know that I don't have to pay as much to go. You know, so you get a, you get a good little meal and then go get some drinks. It's the same bafflement that I get when people are really, seem very pissed off about the fact that STK exists. like it's just it's not the fact that literally the only thing that pisses them off is that it it exists because they don't go there they've never (laughs) eaten there they literally just walk by but it somehow pisses them off that it exists well maybe it's because that it's taking up the spot of something that could be good i don't know i'm not pissed i'm just trying to i'm trying to empathize you know try to be a good person here on diz better thursday yeah I did. I actually went. And it was phenomenal. Yeah, I was gonna say I've never been. The idea of like a loud techno or house music rave party going on while I eat steak isn't what I'm like really in- interested in. Mm-mm, but if the know. steak right. is delicious and it's not overpriced, I could deal with it. Like that sounds good. That's yeah. Well, it's also not really what the experience is. Like I, we went, we ate outside, we went, ate upstairs, and it was. There was music, but it was like modern music, but it was, you know, it wasn't like, it just, it was, I didn't notice it being overly loud, but uh, anyway, I'm just saying. Yeah, well, anyway, that's what that, I'm saying. That like, always I, I think that that's the idea, like, that's what people think it is. What it is, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. So. So dumb. Anyhow, Diz Better Thursday. I like it. Diz Better yeah. Thursday. I'm National Taco Thursday. Day. Woo. I'm going to have to go get some tacos yeah. after this, I think. I think that's my plan. I want some vodka now, but I have to get back to work. Uh, speaking of alcohol, this isn't dis bitter. This? this isn't dis bitter. I'm just going to throw that out. I'm going to I'm going to change it up just a little bit. This should make everybody super <laughs> happy, but I'm sure there will be some people that are upset. But there are now boozy push pops available at Disney Springs. Have you seen these things? No. Yeah. So. They're, like uh, like uh, like like frozen frozen pops. Yeah, like you know the little push pops that you got when you were young. Yeah, they are called mm-hmm. Buzz Pop cocktails. Uh, there's a Caribbean yeah. beach sorbet or a lemon drop mar- martini sorbet, and uh, yeah. they are alcoholic and they have them at Disney Springs. They run twelve to fourteen dollars. Uh, they're fifteen percent ABV. Uh, mm. They look great. Uh, oh, let's see here. They um, they will have they have them at the Paddlefish Restaurant. Huh. It's a fat-free adult-only yeah. treat. 
Fat Holy no, shit! I'm, I'm Actually, in. it comes in eighteen different flavors, including those two. But uh, mango passion fruit, Moscow mule, blueberry pomegranate, and they're all awesome. under a hundred calories each. I'm sold. Yeah, these I'm things sold. sound great. Yeah, you know what? The Emirates has like a frozen wine, and it sounds super like you go. I've had certain things like that, and it's gross. And I went and I like I did one of those. Like we actually mixed the red and the, and the white together, like as a I guess frosé. I guess you'd call it. I was blown away at how good it was. It wasn't super sweet. It was like uh, actually had a tartness to it, which was I thought it was great. So there's a lot of. It's just I like it because some people I travel with aren't beer drinkers, so it's nice when there's non-beer options uh, available. Holy crap! Uh, blueberry uh, mo, blueberry mojo, lemon drop martini, Southern Belle, pink paradise, Caribbean breeze, mango, passion fruit patch, and Moscow mule mule are what they're showing right now on their uh, on the web page. I would definitely try a Moscow mule. Moscow mule. mule. That's what, that was what you said. At the Did I say mule? Mule. Mule. A muscle mule. Muscle mule. Yeah. Because I'm so thirsty. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that. I'm going to try those out when I'm there. Like, I'm, I'm creating just a list of, like, food and beverages that I'm going to go and eat and drink for that time that I'm there. Nice. Hey, Skip, can I come up? Can I just give me a second? Like, you, you mentioned Heimlich's Choo Choo Train a minute ago. Yeah. You know how Trader Sam's here in Florida has... The Uoa from the old uh, uh, Tiki Room under new management. Yeah, on the wall. The animatronic. What we need is a bar in California where they put Heimlich's head up on the wall, and every time somebody <laughs> orders one of his drinks, it lights up and he goes, "Oh, I'm so hungry." Oh, oh my. Well, they they would have a drink called like the candy corn, or you know, one of those like yeah. for all the different candy corn is my favorite. <laughs> So good. Yeah. I'm in, 100%. I think and, – and they could use the, the train as like the booths to sit in could all be made from the car, the train cars. Oh, that would be so fun. Oh, we did it. We saved Heimlich. Yeah. That would be actually more fun than the actual train ride, I think. Like, we need that. <laughs> I mean, or maybe – you know how like those sushi restaurants where like they deliver the food on the little train – yeah. Well, maybe maybe it's a reverse. Maybe you get on the train and it just goes in a circle. And as you pass by the different like what would be food, they serve you that drink. So as you go by the apple, they're like, "Here's your apple part martini, Mister Drunk." Oh. And then you go by and they're like, "Here's your watermelon, whatever." And then uh, you know, just the whole way around, and they have a different drink for each one. I mean, there's there's this is a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of Disneyland, do you think it's funny that like I don't know if I, remember we kept talking about how they closed uh, Earl of Sandwich and they let they unfortunately laid off all their workers and then like a month later they're reopening and hiring everybody back. I went I went yesterday. That's where I had breakfast. It was great. It was the day after they opened, and uh, the place was like yeah, we were there the day it opened, but we didn't go in because it was packed. And uh, yesterday for breakfast, they were they were pretty busy. As a matter of fact, there were people outside, um, and these are customers, not employees, thanking, <laughs> thanking the employees for coming back. They were like, "We've been telling Disney that we wanted you back, and you're you're finally here. Don't ever leave." 
Uh, oh my god, that's fantastic. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I kind of feel bad for them because I don't feel like that's going to be a permanent thing. Um, no. But, but I also think, like, they basically just boarded up the windows and didn't do anything because the, the restaurant is exactly like it was before. Like, yeah. you, can, you, can, you, know, you can tell that they didn't do any of the demolition inside the building at all. Um, the only thing they did do was, on, you know, the, on the outside, they had, like, uh, picnic tables uh, to sit mm-hmm. at. Well, those were, those were bolted into the ground. Those they, had, they, those they took out. So it was just an empty space. So they brought back just a bunch of, like, cheap lawn furniture uh, <laughs> so that there were places for people to sit. But, yeah, it was open, and there were people there, and they, they seemed to be happy to be back. Um, it's, just, it's just interesting to see what's going to happen. The, uh, the tax breaks that, uh, that Disney had originally negotiated and had with the city, uh, that the city said, hey, you're, it's not going to work because you changed the entrance by 1,000 feet, um, basically went away. And when, when that happened, Disney was just like, you know what, let's just – Let's just not do anything like that at all. Let's we'll just we won't work with the city in that way, and uh, you guys do your thing, and whatever taxes you collect from our tourists is up to you. And we're going to do our thing, and we're just you know, whatever. And uh, I guess the city council kind of went back and forth, but they finally voted on it. So now Disney can do whatever they want without having to worry about that kind of stuff. So I'm I'm curious, like, how long is it going to be before they're like, yeah, okay, we're going to go ahead and make this hotel after all. Um, and all of you guys that are happy that the Earl is back, well, we're sorry. Yeah. Well, hopefully they can somehow work it with this time where they save some space for it in the new hotel. We just leave it. I don't know. Cause yeah, people, people want, people want some Earl. Oh yeah. Well, I almost feel like that was probably the plan from, from before. Cause I think it's weird that they would like, like, do you think it was Disney that went crawling back and was just like, hey, you guys, can you open your restaurant? Because I feel like if they wanted to, they could have just put anything there. They they were bringing food trucks in anyway. And if Disney wanted to open a real quick, you know, sandwich shop or whatever, they could have just done that. So I kind of feel yeah. like they probably had a pretty good relationship and there was probably something planned for the future anyway. So they were just yeah. like, hey, you know what? Like, you guys haven't moved any of your stuff out. It's almost like, you know, when you like break up with somebody and they left all their clothes at your house anyway. So, you know, a month later, you're like, hey, you know what? Like, all your stuff's here anyway. Let's just go ahead and just move back in. We'll be good. <laughs> well, congratulations to the happy couple, Disneyland yeah. and Earl. And the Earl. Back and back Earl. together again. And we all we all win for it. We all do, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, so, let's see. Do we have any, uh, before, so we can get Rhiannon out of here and all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have any? Ask Sour Boners? Mm. Sure we do. <laughs> I just need to go to that Twitter account. Beep, 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 Ask Sour Boners. Hashtag Rhiannon's favorite song. Boner. Bring up the Ask Sour Boners, organized by latest. Scroll yes. down to the point where I think we were at. I don't remember what, what, what our last one was. Do you remember? No, but it was it was it was it would have been uh, exactly just about exactly a week ago. Uh, what's today? Today is the fourth. Oh man, that's backwards math because I have to go in the next last month. Uh, um, I'm back. Walt Disney back. World Swan and Dolphin confirms plans for a new tower. Did we talk about that? From no, Libby? but I heard. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna keep going back further then. Uh, that, well, that's September tenth. That's way too far. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. No, that was last month. Livy, uh, Walt Disney World or www.magic.com posted Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Resort confirms plans for a new tower, and Livy said, "What will it be called? Shark, octopus, shrimp, <laughs> mahi mahi." Sir, would you enjoy swan, dolphin, or crabs? <laughs> That's our boner. Uh, I want it to be the Kraken. Ooh, that would actually be really cool. Yes. Oh, which reminds me. Uh, you know, at Disneyland, they do a lot of, like, overlays. Haunted Mansion is currently mm-hmm. Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, Space Mountain is Ghost Galaxy. And Paradise Pier Hotel <laughs> is currently Pirate Pier for the Halloween. No. Yes, and it literally looks like if they were at the front desk one day and were just like, hey, let's take these brown paper bags. <laughs> let's go ahead and with these markers that we just found in, in somebody's room, you know those smell markers? They were like, yeah. draw a skull and crossbones, and then uh, we'll just put them up. <laughs> and that's literally like oh you God. get to the resort, and there's two little like banners on each side of the front, and then <laughs> just this like weird other banner above the door that says Pirate Pier, and it looks terrible. I didn't dig a picture of it. I wish I had, but we, I were, just... we were walking by to get to Trader Sam's, and I just like, we were, it's just like, think it's, like, it's almost a joke now. Like, they do it on purpose. Yeah, which, actually, I prefer that, because I know when we went in that time, I, we just walked through, and I'm like, I got to see this place. And I was like, I, I normally wouldn't have even gotten a beer, but I'm like, I have to say that I got a beer at Paradise mm-hmm. Pier. It was as bad as, as as advertised. Yeah, it's just. It, it took like an hour to get the beer, too, because like they're like, well, do, do we have a bartender around here, anybody? Yeah, right. A bartender? <laughs> you know when you go to like the – like. Uh a really cheap hotel and like the bellman is also the person that checks you in. It's also like the guest service yeah. person. And they're like, that, that's what it felt like. It was just like, uh, yeah, hold on. Let us get Marge from the uh, gift shop to close. She's like setting the little like dial, the Mickey hands dial. Like I'll be back in 15 minutes so that she can come it over. It really does. They were like a ghostbusters with the phone rings. We got one. Yeah, Exactly. Pirate Pierre, what do you want? Oh, so bad. Uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, I'm gonna keep going. This is easy. That's September the 12th, September the 17th. Uh, okay, I remember that one we did. Catch Should be like late 20s. Uh, we already talked about that. Holland and oh, we did the China one. A man gets banned from. Oh, but we did that one. Do you think recent budget cuts mean another? Oh, we did the two the two ply toilet paper one. We talked about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's this one? Uh, Kylo Greg says, "Who's buying Congolese?" Asks our boner. But what's it about? Um, oh, that's right. Did you know that you can get a Congolese this week or this past weekend at Dockside Margaritas with Pleasure Island Throwback fr- uh, Thursdays? So Duck oh, they said, did it again. Yeah, they did. They yeah. did margarita, or they did. Uh, yeah, Dockside Margaritas did Pleasure Island drinks. And you yeah, I went the, last year. Yeah, you were able to get the Congaloosh. Yeah, uh, it was cool. the red version. I'll apparently, they were nine dollars. Uh, All right, normally you do that because it's nine thirty p.m. Now you're doing <laughs> it's new. Well, I mean, it's nine forty-five a.m. here, so it kind of. 
kind of balances out. I just yawn all day. <laughs> uh, Poor Mark. I'm also hungry. I should... is so hungry. Yeah, that was Cookie Monster. That was Cookie... That was not Heimlich. That was Cookie Monster. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We've got one from West Kinetic. It says hey, Wes. three o'clock radio. I did the Secrets of the Empire virtual reality thing last week, and it was awesome. They've already announced Wreck-It Ralph, but what other Disney movies would make the best virtual reality experience? Asks our boner. I know I, what Rihanna wants. Go. Alice in Wonderland. Oh. I was thinking Princess and the Frog. Walk through New Orleans. <laughs> Well, no, because I can do that on my own. True. It's not really fantasy. No, I can't, you know, play croquet with a flamingo on my own. I mean, I could try, but I'd probably get in trouble with certain nature conservancies. Oh, well, I mean, that's fine. I've always wanted, you know the part in Aladdin where he gets on the magic carpet and flies through Agrabah? Not the one where... Or is it through... Ag- no, no. He flies through the uh, Cave of Wonders and, like, the lava's falling all around him. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, from the moment I saw that, I was like, I want that in virtual reality. I want to do that. So mm-hmm. That would be mine. Like, at, Didn't they have that at a... <laughs> so that should be the next Flight of Passage-style ride. Oh, that would be super cool. Yeah, well, I mean, Disney Quest, you know, that was not good. <laughs> no. Uh, as a matter of fact, nice. there were... God, like a million years ago, there was a uh, a set of really crappy, um, and and I think they I feel like they come out every every few years, kind of the same way they do three D TV, where they come out with these like glasses that you can wear on an airplane, and it's all like mm-hmm. put these on, and even on a plane you can watch movies on a hundred inch screen. You know, uh, I actually went and bought a pair of those, plugged them into a dvd player just so i could watch that hoping that it would be like virtual reality and it wasn't it looked like shit so i returned them promptly but uh promptly promptly yeah there's no bueno uh what about you junkie any virtual reality i get for some reason i know it's not the same style but like i i just i picture movies that are my favorites like we always talk about clue like i'm just picturing how great would it be to be like in the room and and you can look around and all the characters are, are going through one of the famous scenes like i just want more of those i don't like i want like comedies i mean think it'd be fun to be part of something like that oh yeah that would be cool if they could just like plop you into a movie right like you're part of famous scenes like you could almost just be even like a, a bunch of famous scenes and you're in the middle of it, and you look around. It would be pretty. I, I like something like that, almost more like the great movie ride of VR. That'd be cool. I would like it. Like, and I'm just thinking, like, uh, like I don't know why I thought about it. It's not really a, even a movie, but a TV show. Like, and, and and again, I don't know why I thought about this, but like Cheers. Like, I would like it yeah. if like you could put on the goggles, and maybe you weren't interacting with everybody, but you were just a patron at the bar. So, right. like, everything was going on around you, almost like dinner theater. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you know, less awkward, because dinner theater can get awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Only with you. <laughs> uh, I'm from the Enchanted Forest. 
All right. I've got one from Outer Rim Jim. Yes. He says, 3 o'clock radio. This trip we encountered more, quote, but my ticket included fast passes, close quote. Is this a people slash planning problem, the vacationer or their travel agent? Obviously, they didn't go to Becca. Or a problem that Disney themselves needed to address, asked Sour Boner. Wait, what? He said that people didn't know it was included with their tickets? I, I think what they're thinking is that like people just think that they have FastPass without actually scheduling them. Oh. People are dumb. You know, well, so they would I show think... up and just be like, well, I have, but, but I have FastPass. And then they would be oh. like, oh, well... Unfortunately, I think one of the things that happens, like if you go to Cedar Point or Six Flags or SeaWorld or even Universal, you buy Quick Queue or Universal Express or front of the line, whatever it is, and it's like front of the line access all day. Maybe they think that's what it is at Disney, too, because now Disney might be the only place that does, you know, scheduled times versus unlimited front of the line all the time. So, yeah, just that's lack of planning. I don't know. I just think. Yeah, that's just, just lack of research. I think sometimes you need to read, you know, you just got to read. A yeah, little like bit. you can't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're going through something like going to Disney World, like because I, I have to think about it because we're like we're planning a trip to Ireland and it's like we're doing a lot of research. Like, you know, it's mm-hmm. just like, why would you not do it on any of your trips? Right. I mean, you're paying so much money. You should make sure that you're going to have a good time and know what you're doing. Yeah, like the stuff that we know we have to look look for in advance or make advance reservations for or whatever. And what we're just going to show up to a place and be like, all right, I want to do everything I want to do immediately. So I don't think it's on Disney, to be honest. I mean, are they really going to like that would include that would require them to literally promote the fact that they don't offer unlimited front of the line access? Why would they promote something that they don't offer? Yeah, I feel sure. like I'm inundated with them asking, "Are you aware that we have an app that you can schedule <laughs> fast passes?" And so if if somebody is just constantly hitting ignore, ignore, delete, delete, then that's on them. I think they constantly yeah. send you that because they know that it annoys you. <laughs> They're like, Probably. "Hey, has anybody sent Rhiannon that uh, message today? Did you know? Oh yeah, I sent it. I sent it. Let's send it again. Let's send it one more time." It was my turn to send it. You guys are dicks. Oh, well, guys, why do we have to pick just one? Let's all send it. <laughs> That's all right. Pick oh, a, hey, one or two. Then, more. I the okay, I only really okay, have two more anyway. I only have two more. Okay, anyway. good, perfect. All right, raising fangirls. I'm gonna. It's two, but really, it's it's one. Uh, it says I've decided there must be a hamster running on uh, on a wheel powering drunken Dizzy's internet. He might be stroking out. That was from yesterday. Or that was from mm-hmm. last week. Yeah. That was great. That's entirely the, accurate. Yeah. The actual three o'clock radio question, or uh, I should say, our boner is. So my wife and I were discussing a future Disney trip. Sorry, there's like these are my type of typos, so I'm trying to decode it. Uh, trying to uh, future Disney trip and where to stay. We hated Caribbean Beach our last trip due to the bus. <laughs> should we give it a second chance with the gondola system? When it's up and running, asks our boner. I wow, don't. Yeah, I don't know. I would definitely want to see for myself. I would not. I'm not in a position right now to answer this question um, because I am genuinely curious how the loading is going to work for any gondola location. Like how many people are fitting in these bad boys? 
slaps through his car. Um, or no, nobody gets that meme. Okay. Um, or how quickly they go, how many are showing up, how frequently, etc. So I don't know. Um, but in general, I think you're going to want to wait for all the construction to be done at Caribbean Beach because right now you'd be eating in a tent. So, nope. I, uh, I'm with you 110% on that. I, my hopes are that the gondolas are a great addition and will be great. But without knowing that, I will always defer every single time when it comes to moderate resorts. You go to Port Orleans French Quarter every single time. Because yep. you hate the buses, you'll love it there. There's a singular bus stop for the resort that takes you directly to your spot. You don't have to wait for the stupid loop to every single stop. Mm-hmm. Although I think they're doing that at Port Orleans or at uh, Caribbean Beach as well. I think they realize everyone hates it. And they'll just, why don't you, wouldn't you rather just kind of walk to the main house, not to have to deal with it? I think there's the option to do that, but I don't think they're doing away because it's just so big. It would be, because for people who like, you know, aren't as mobile, whatever. Yeah. I guess maybe they're just redoing the bus stops at, because there are, I went to Caribbean Beach just to look around and check out the, uh, the construction and they're, they're, they're redoing all their bus stops at the main house so mm-hmm. it might just be just redoing it though I mean, it, it may not be to get rid of it i don't know i hope so well they're redoing it so that they got rid of that customs house thing and so the yep. main lobby is now the main lobby so oh, and those, some of those bus stops might be for like you know magical express probably probably yeah, no probably. probably i say yes i say go I say after everything's done, go and check them out. But I also think that the gondolas are only going to hold six people. What? That seems way too low. No, because they're about the same size as the ones that they that are on Mickey's Fun Wheel at Paradise Pier. And those, like, you can really? squeeze three people on each side if you're, oh, like, yeah. really small. And then they have a little, like, flip-down seat, I think, on the ones that Holy don't swing. Shit. So, yeah, I think it's maybe going to be six or seven people. Yeah, this is. I'm so fascinated to see how this is all going to look and work. Yeah, I thought they I were was among, really big yeah. gondolas, but they're not. They're I not was. Kind. Somebody was explaining to me um, that was. I, I may have talked about this last week, but um, that was in the know about just Disney trans. Like right now, we're in the middle of a total Disney transportation overhaul. They've redone all the roads. They're now adding the gondolas, and this is just probably uh, step one of a, of a bigger gondola system that will go to other areas. Basically, what they're saying is they brought in a new czar of Disney transport, and they basically are using the city of San Francisco as a model. Thinking of it, don't think about just one mode of transportation. Like, there needs to be a overall many options. And, like, for example, they're using the gondolas as, say, the um, the streetcars in San Francisco. You don't have to take the streetcar. It's just a fun way to transport, and it also takes people off the regular roads, regular buses, and it helps overall uh, increase just ways people can get around. And uh, the boats are the same way uh, between Magic Kingdom and Fort Wilderness. But they so they you have to use buses, boats, gondolas, monorails, use it all. And and, and so I, I don't think they're going to necessarily have to rely only on gondolas. No. Agreed. Not just gondolas. Many different forms of transportation. And that's probably where the uh, the uh, minivans came into play. Like, I don't think Disney was going to go out and absolutely... They, in no way, could they say, we're going to promote Uber. So that's why they created their 
their own that they can actually promote. I mean, they've got minivan signs at every bar, every restaurant. Except for their Lyft. (laughs) Yeah, but they don't call it that. They have it at the bottom, operated by Lyft. They're actually actually operated by, I mean, they're, they're driven by Disney. Right, but you do need you and correct because I've I have yet to get a minivan. Heading in the direction of my office now. Okay, cool. Then we're gonna do the last one really quick. So uh, this is from Michelle, who is WDW crazy. She's also going with us to the Hoopty Doo. Uh, Sweet. So when is Drunk at Disney going to Halloween Horror Nights? I'm a big chicken too. <laughs> so going to so she's going to live vicariously through you. Wow. Uh, good question. It may not happen this year. Uh, you pussy. Oh, yeah. It's just not, uh, it may not be in the cards. Uh, we were going to do opening night. Just life gets busy and, uh, it's, it, it has to, it has to be a, a whole thing. And I'm not going on my own accord just by myself. That's not going to happen. So it'd have to be a well, whole thing. Somebody has to effort. hold your hand. And we were never going to, it just hadn't gotten around to it. So, uh, probably won't happen. Uh, sorry, Michelle. You're gonna have to live vicariously through somebody else. I hear that. I hear it sounds terrible. It sounds so frightening. Actually, it sounds awesome. Like everything is so <laughs> scary and authentic that it looks that it's terrible. <laughs> well, I was gonna say if if you want to live vicariously through anybody that goes to Halloween Horror Nights, uh, at Rachel underscore Rockstar seems to go every day. I think even when they're yeah. closed, she's there. So. But shouldn't you want to be living vicariously through somebody who's terrified and then mock them? Oh, well, that's, that's true. Uh, I don't know anybody else who goes to Halloween Horror Nights besides that person. Mm. So, I don't have a lot of HHN popping up on my, on my feed. No. All righty, gang. I think that brings us to the end of the, uh, the, the nooner. All right. It was good. It was fun. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll catch up with you next time live on the 3 o'clock break. Bye. T'was a long time ago, longer now than it seems. In a place that perhaps you've seen in your dreams. For the story that you are about to be told began with the holiday worlds of old. I know you're curious to see what's inside. It's what happens when two holidays collide. Welcome, my friends, to our Christmas delight. Come witness a ghoulishly glorious sight. It's time for our holiday tale to begin. There's no turning back now. Please, come all the way in. Our holiday tale is a tale that's quite charming. But during this season, it's sometimes alarming. So relax and reflect. Feel free to take pause while we tell you a tale about dear Sandy Claus.
Twas the nightmare before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was peaceful, not even a mouse. The stockings, all hung by the chimney with care, when opened that morning, would cause such a scare. The children, nestled all snug in their beds, would have nightmares of monsters and skeleton heads. <laughs> Holidays, Survive. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Skellington came here from Halloween Town. You'll notice his handiwork scattered around. This year he's decided to play Sandy Claus. But when Halloween creates Christmas, you might see a few frogs. Accommodate one or two more. We hope you're prepared for what Jack has in store. Don't pull down the bar, it will float down with ease. And remember, no flash photography. Yes, down through the chimney, Jack flew like a bat, clutching his magical Sandy Claus sack. He ripped open the sack and, in moments it seems, created a Christmas you have in bad dreams. More rapid than vultures, the mansion was changed. All was soon covered, adorned and deranged. And what to your wondering eyes disappears is Jack's little friend Zero, the ghost dog reindeer. Nothing here was forgotten. It all looks so pleasant. A coffin, Jack says, makes a fine Christmas present. <laughs> a man-eating plant makes a wonderful wreath, as long as you don't get caught in its teeth. 
Jack's holiday vision was unlike no other. So ring out the bells. There's more cheer to uncover. On the 13th day of Christmas, my ghoul love gave to me 13 rings of power, embracing strength that never ends. 12 signs of the zodiac that rule the future and transcend. 11 candles floating, their scent of mystery in the air. Ten telling tea leaves that swirl with secrets yet to share. On the ninth day of Christmas, my ghoul love gave to me nine magic crystals that sparkle with a force that is pure. Eight balls of knowledge that answer with a truth that is sure. Seven pearls of wisdom to keep my love bewitched to me. Six mystic mirrors reflecting futures yet to be. On the fifth day of Christmas, my ghoul love gave to me five lucky charms to understand the right from wrong. Four wheels of fortune to spin their rich and golden song. Three lifelines extending help to those in need. Two passion potions that love and romance may succeed. On the first day of Christmas, my ghoul love gave to me a star. Card tree. With some treats and some games, you can make a scene merry. Why, even a gingerbread house could seem scary. All at once, happy haunts did materialize, like a nightmarish painting by Courier and Ives.
Sandy Claus worked his magic both outside and in. But one final touch made his bony face grin. Now what better gift on my friends to bestow than a graveyard that's covered in ghostly white snow? It's Christmas! Have you been good this year? Ho, ho, ho! What's this? Can you believe your eyes? I like this Christmas thing. C-Zero, I told you they would like my Christmas. Fruitcake, anyone? Ho, ho, ho! I really outdid myself this time. Look at all the happy faces. Season's greetings, everyone! <laughs> it's Christmas time!
welcome to Oogie's holiday tricks and treats. Round and round she goes. What's your gift? Oogie knows. <laughs> Are you getting a trick or a treat? Isn't this fun? <laughs> I can't wait to see what you get. It's gift giving time. You get what you get. <laughs> Have I got a present for you? <laughs> it's all good here. Sugar and spice, naughty and nice. Have you been naughty or nice? <laughs> well, looky who we got here. I have a special holiday something just for you. Hang on to your holiday hat. Oogie Claws is coming at you. <laughs> Hurry back. Hurry back. Hurry back. Hurry back. <laughs> Be sure to bring your gift certificate. <laughs> Season screamings, everyone! <laughs> Hurry back! Hurry back! Don't let the tombstone hit you on the way out! <laughs> I've got plenty more tricks and treats in store for your next visit. Hurry back! Hurry back! Hurry back! Hurry back! Hurry back!
When hinges creak in doorless chambers and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls. Whenever candlelights flicker where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion. I am your host, your ghost host. <laughs> Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Our tour begins here in this gallery, where you see paintings of some of our guests as they appeared in their corruptible mortal state. Your cadaverous pallor betrays an aura of foreboding, almost as though you sense a disquieting metamorphosis. Is this haunted room actually stretching? Or is it your imagination? Hmm? And consider this dismaying observation. This chamber has no windows and no doors. <laughs> Which offers you this chilling challenge to find a way out. <laughs> of course, there's always my way. to frighten you prematurely. <laughs> the real chills come later. Now, as they say, look alive, and we'll continue our little tour. And let's all stay together, please. There are several prominent ghosts who have retired here from creepy old crypts all over the world. Actually, we have 999 happy haunts here, but there's room for a thousand. Any volunteers? <laughs> if you insist on lagging behind, you may not need to volunteer. The carriage that will carry you into the moldering sanctum of the spirit world will accommodate you and one or two loved ones. Kindly watch your step as you board, please. We spirits haunt our best in gloomy darkness, so remember, no flash pictures, please. And now, a carriage approaches to take you into the boundless realm of the supernatural. Take your loved ones by the hand, please, and kindly watch your step. Oh yes, and no flash pictures, please. We spirits are frightfully sensitive to bright lights.
not pull down on the safety bar, please. I will lower it for you. And heed this warning. The spirits will materialize only if you remain quietly seated at all times. We find it delightfully unlivable here in this ghostly retreat. Every room has wall-to-wall creeps and hot and cold running chills. Shh. Listen. All our ghosts have been dying to meet you. This one can hardly contain himself. <laughs> Unfortunately, they all seem to have trouble getting through. contact. She has a remarkable head for materializing the disembodied. Horn toads and lizards, fiddle and strum, please answer the roll by beating a drum. friends and you. Blow on a horn so we'll know that it's you. Serpents and spiders, tail of a rat, call in the spirits wherever 
wherever they're at. Time to respond. Send us a message from somewhere beyond. Goblins and ghoulies from last Halloween. Awaken the spirits with your tambourine. Creepies and crawlies, toads in a pond. Let there be music. From regions beyond. Wizards and witches, wherever you dwell, give us a hint by ringing a bell. The happy haunts have received your sympathetic vibrations and are beginning to materialize. They're assembling for a swinging wake, and they'll be expecting me. I'll see you a little later.
lunch time or dinner or trees Books arrive for the midnight spree Creepy creeps with leery eyes Start to shriek and harmonize Grim green ghosts come out to socialize When you hear the knell of a requiem bell Ripples green where spirits dwell Restless bones etherealize Rise spooks of every size When the crypt doors creak and the tombstones quake, spooks come out for a swing and wake. Happy haunts materialize, fools begin to vocalize. Grim grinning grows, come out to socialize. Now don't close your eyes and don't try to hide, for a silly spook may sit by your side. Shrouded in a daft disguise, say pretend to terrorize. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. As the moon climbs high over the dead oak tree, spooks arrive for the midnight spree. Creepy creeps with eerie eyes start to shriek and harmonize. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. When you hear the knell of the requiem bell, fear grows lean where spirits dwell. Restless bones etherealize, rises spooks of every size. <laughs> Hitchhiking ghosts. <laughs> they have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. Now I will raise the safety bar, and a ghost will follow you home. <laughs> Thank you. 
Be sure to bring your death certificate if you decide to join us. Make final arrangements now. We've been dying to have you. <laughs> Hurry back. Hurry back. Be sure to bring your death certificate if you decide to join us. Make final arrangements now. We've been dying to have you. <laughs>